Friends, family, people of the foil, welcome to episode 13 of PogRx. I am your host, GamerDoc, and we are back for another episode of gaming excellence and fun. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go. I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to go. There's certain things that get me fired up, and one of them is, is excellence. I've been watching the international and worlds, and watching the skills that these people have is just so cool. It It's hard because before I started playing MOBAs like Dota and League, I would watch these games and be like, I have no idea what's going on, and I don't see why this takes skill. But it's just like it's just like any sport. If you see the, what the people are doing in ping pong, if you've never tried to hit that stupid ball with that stupid paddle, it might look easy, right? But any, anyone who's ever played ping pong knows it's not easy. So playing those games has really made me appreciate the true skill level of those players. So I'm pumped. I'm ready. I've been, I've been grinding league. I've been grinding league. Um... My dog is roaming around in the background behind me. I hope she doesn't do anything silly. Mommy's working. So today on our podcast, we have an excellent guest, Dr. Drew of the Cleveland Clinic and for the Wellness Blog. Him and I have been in contact for many, many years, like some of these guests, and it's really been a pleasure to <clears throat> watch his career soar, and I'm pumped to learn from him. I'm so pumped to learn from him. And one of the things that Dr. Drew talks about is ergonomics. Um, we're not going to talk to him about ergonomics. There's some other topics I want to cover. So I just want to go over <clears throat> what that is. And if you've already started droning out because ergonomics is kind of, you think it's a boring topic, let us not go in the boring direction. Let us not. Let's talk about what ergonomics is and the origin of ergonomics for some story time. Oh my God, my dog just hit her head on my desk. Um, I'm a professional. So ergonomics, if you look at the definition, you're like, what is ergonomics? It's the study of efficiency of people in their workplace. And if you, if you, think, if you think about modern day ergonomics, it kind of feels like HR at companies, right? Like human resources was not created for the benefit of the employee. It was created to protect the employer. So when you look at what modern day ergonomics are doing in the office place, it kind of feels like it's to protect the office's butt. Because, you know, it, it's, it's the application of physiolo physiology and engineering to the design of products. Um, basically, what that means is we're trying to reduce human error increase productivity, and enhance safety. And uh, those things might not be tied together very well. But I want to talk about the history. So the first time we ever saw ergonomics being used was back in Hippocrates' time, right? Ancient Greece. Hippocrates was the founder of modern-day medicine, um, and he gave this description of how a surgeon's workplace should be organized, which is so funny because, like, back then, they thought that we revolved around the sun and that like the earth was flat and that if you didn't like pray three times a day your firstborn was going to get killed but they had ergonomics ancient greece was wild ancient greece was totally wild i love ancient greek shows i like sparta oh my god i love sparta uh so that that was like the first origin of ergonomics and then you go back to this is, when, this is when it gets fun for me. So the 1600s and 1700s, 
this dude was like, all right, we're trying to, we're trying to shovel some coal. We're trying to lay some brick down. What's the most efficient way of doing this? So what he did was he simplified the process. He's like, okay, if you're going to shovel coal, you need a, a shovel this sized. You're going to shovel this much coal. You're going to walk this direction. You're going to shovel it into there. All right. And you're bringing, you know, a, a cubic liter of coal every single time that requires 40 pounds of muscle strength. So in order for people to do this jobs correctly, we need dudes who can lift this much weight, who don't have back problems, who can watch, walk this distance and who can do this menial task over and over again. So he simplified the process and he started finding people who were ideal for that job and hiring those people. So that was ergonomics back then, right? You're trying to increase efficiency and productivity, which really worked well for jobs like that, jobs in the 1600s, 1700s. But then as technology progressed, technology is progressing, you can't apply that process when you can't simplify the process, right? So pilots, how do you simplify flying? You can't. You need all of those controls. You need thrusters and eject buttons, and those are the only pilot controls I know. Landing gear, there you go. You, you need a complex task. So how do you apply ergonomics to that principle? And what they realized was now you have to take into account human error, right? So shoveling, there's not a lot of human error. You, you shove the shovel into the pile of coal, you fill it up, or maybe you drop a couple pieces of coal, whatever, who cares? You shovel it into the other pile. Bricklaying, human error, you, maybe there's a small gap, whatever. <clears throat> Piloting, right? Aviation, you mess up, people die. You die. You crash into the wrong place. You drop a bomb on the wrong place, right? So they're trying at this point with ergonomics <clears throat> to minimize human error, right? And I love that. I love that so much because they're like, okay, so how do we make this console ergonomic? They're like, okay, that button, that kill switch, that's going to absolutely result in catastrophe, make it big red, make it the furthest from the pilot's reach on their non-dominant hand and make it hard to, hard to access. So they're not going to accidentally grab that. The stuff that they're using all the time, put it right around the pilot. The stuff you want the pilot's hands to be resting on, make it super comfortable, right? Make the chair so that they can't get dislodged when they're doing maneuvers. Ergonomics is truly, at the end of the day, about minimizing human error, reducing the risk of human error. And when you think about it like that, it's kind of cool. I don't know, I guess I'm like just a bigger nerd. So when we're applying this to gaming ergonomics, how are we reducing human error, right? And I think it's really twofold. One is our bodies weren't not meant to sit in one spot for extended periods of time. So what you want to do is by setting up your gaming setup, the stuff around you, you want to minimize the risks of injury. And how you do that is you maintain ideal positions. So your wrist, right? We've talked about this before. Your wrist needs to be in neutral. No bend forward or backwards, left or right. Your, your keyboard, your mouse, anything in front of you should be set up so that it doesn't induce a bend. If I have my keyboard in a weird angle, it's going to put a bend in my wrist, <clears throat> right? 
if I have my armrests too high, it's gonna put a bend in my elbow. So what you wanna do is, is set up everything around you to minimize error so that when you're in the moment, you don't have to worry about that stuff. Is my wrist in neutral? You don't have to worry about that stuff. So that's really, the, and the second part of that is you wanna minimize human error in your performance. Right? You want to minimize human error in your performance. So setting up everything around you so that it's easy to access and it's setting you up for success. And that's what gaming ergonomics really is. And it's really not that difficult. Like, So what I want you all to do is go to ezone.com um, and just or just Google E-Z-O-N-E, -E, the optimal ergonomics for any gaming setup. It's a graphic that I helped make. I love this company so much. They're creating free resources for you to just go expand your knowledge on gaming. It's like the written form of this podcast. I swear I love those people. Um, and what you're, what you're going to do is you're going to go through every single step. It's not that long. It's going to take you two minutes. And make sure that your gaming setup is set up that way. Okay? And then every time someone uses your computer or whatever, you're going to go back and make sure it's good. If you travel for esports events, if you're a competitor, download it on your phone. When you go to a LAN event, when you go to a new practice setting, whatever, make sure your setup is ergonomic. It's your responsibility. It's so easy. It is preventative. It's so easy. All you need to do is just check those boxes. And you're not only going to reduce your risk of injury, but you're going to set yourself up for success. Reduce your human error. Do it. And our PogRx today is that graphic and a little description of it. So if you're watching on video, you can either pause uh, or, or check out the graphic in its native format. Um, I highly recommend you do this. I do it to my setup every once in a while just to make sure that I haven't accidentally pushed my standing desk button in the wrong direction or something. So here you go, our PogRx for today. High-level gaming requires setting yourself up for success before you even sit down. To do this, you want to make sure your gaming setup is ergonomic. Thanks to the people at eZone, you can make sure you're checking all of the boxes with one handy graphic. The major pieces are you want to make sure your feet are firmly planted on the ground. When they're doing this, you want to make sure there's no pressure on the back of the knees and that your hips are at or just above that knee level. The top of the monitor should be at or just below eye level and around one arm's length away. Make sure there's no aggressive bend in the elbows and no hike in the shoulders to ensure you are gaming pain-free and at the top of your performance. All right, y'all, is your setup ergonomic? Did you check? Are you sure? Well, that PogRx is going to help make sure you are right on track. Without further ado, though, we have our first guest and only guest for today. I don't know why I say it like that. Dr. Drew Shorts is a chiropractor and is a big time over at the Cleveland Clinic. If you don't know what the Cleveland Clinic is, it is like the epitome of excellence in medicine. Like people go to Cleveland to work at the Cleveland Clinic. It's, it's one of those things like we pay doctors a lot of money based on where they go. So doctors in New York City make the least amount of money because you don't need an incentive to work in New York City, right? And they have these like in, in Wisconsin and Minnesota and Cleveland, they have these like amazing epitomes of medical excellence and Cleveland Clinic is one of them. So it's so cool. He also runs a blog and has run one called For the Wellness where he's worked on esports and gaming care for the multiple years. It's, it's for as long as I've known him. Um, so I'm so excited for this guest. 
Dr. Drew, welcome to PogRx. How are you doing on this um, bright morning? Bright, bright morning. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful day here in Cleveland. It's, it's uh, not sunny per usual. So yeah, it's good. I'm excited. It's super early. We're both drinking our coffee and got the ketchup prior. So that's always good. That's, uh, it's always sunny in Cleveland. I think that's a show. I believe that is a spinoff of always sunny in Dallas. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to the Cleveland Browns Detroit Lions uh, football game in a month. So that'll be fun. In to Cleveland? Watch. Yeah, I'm going to watch them lose terribly. Uh, yeah, I'm a Vikings fan. No, well, we yeah, well, well, I don't want to talk about well, let's that. Let's move on next podcast. There we go. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> okay, field goals. Only team, two years, two games in a row to lose by a field goal. The greater than 50 yards. That's Say us. what? I, I actually low-key loved you guys when you had Calvin Johnson. Oh, my God. Well, now that we've lost all of our gamers talking about football. Just kidding. Yes. There's a lot of there's a lot of people out there who get really into fantasy football, which I'm completely on board with um, in in the esports space because it's like gamification of everything, right? Yeah, I would agree. Anything you can, anytime you can gamify anything, mm-hmm. like people will do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, what's it What's it called on Facebook? What was that farm Farm Town? Farmville. Don't don't age Farmville. us, Drew. Doctor Drew, don't age us. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So you uh, do a lot of cool things, which I explained before you came on. Um, But why and how, how mostly, do you make gamers better? Yeah, so I'm a chiropractor. Mm -hmm. I do my own thing for a while on my blog, and now I'm with Cleveland Clinic. So yes, Cleveland Clinic has chiropractors, which is super cool. Um, But what I really look at is I... One, I'm huge on ergonomics mm-hmm. um, and biomechanics and, you know, how that contributes to everything you do throughout the day and especially yeah. with gaming. Because, as you know, like, while gaming isn't ridiculously strenuous, you do it for a long time, which adds up. And so if you have terrible posture, terrible biomechanics throughout that whole time period, you're going to have problems. Yep. And you shouldn't have problems when you're 19, 20, 18 gaming. That's just not a thing. Like, if you're 65... And still, you know, grinding eight hours a league a day. But yeah, I can see you might you, you might deserve it. There. <laughs> but you shouldn't have it when you're younger. So what I really look at is biomechanics, ergonomics, and then a lot of soft tissue work. Um, you know, looking at trigger points, looking at adhesions, um, nerve tension, kind of everything 
there. And then, I, yes, I also do like the adjustments and mobilizations that typical chiropractors do, but it's not the plan, which chiropractic kind of has a spectrum of philosophy, which I don't enjoy. And I'll just say, leave it at that. It's just like, I'm not going to be the old school guy that does pop, pop, see you in a day. Ignores like, all the myofascial like tension. Yeah. My biggest thing is my focus and how I approach it is it's kind of a newer spin where it's just like, you know, we need to look at soft tissue. Soft tissue is the thing. Yeah. And while I talked about like the adjustments, they're not the plan, but they're part of the plan. It's important to get that mobilization in there. So looking at like soft tissue, we're looking at uh, doing K-taping, therapeutic exercise, you know, why are you having these muscle imbalances? Looking at your setup kind of a whole approach rather than just, you know, looking at one or the other, because you have to look at that. And I feel like if you're not looking at different aspects of someone's life and biomechanics, then you're almost doing them a disservice because yeah. you need to be looking at that. You need to be looking at the whole picture. And I, as like, I like to say like the whole gamer totally. approach. So I want to bring that back because you mentioned trigger points and soft tissue and some people might not be as familiar with those topics. I have a trigger point in my back right now and I really need you to come here and fix it. But so can you just kind of summarize? So what happens when I'm game? So when I'm gaming for long, long hours and I'm hunched over in poor posture, I haven't paid attention to ergonomics. I don't want to read your blog because I can't read. What ha What is happening to the soft tissue in my back and what is soft tissue, I guess? I guess soft tissues, you know. Tissue that's soft. Muscles tendons <laughs> but it's also you know you always have to look at like the nerves traveling through that soft tissue when you get trigger points it's like mm -hmm. a ball of just like an angry mass of inflammation blood vessels nerves uh muscles kind of everything under the sun and it's just sitting in there and irritating it and annoyance because a lot of times it's overstretched so when you typically have it like in the traps levators stuff like this these muscles that kind of come up through the back of the neck when you're kind of hunched over they're overstrained and stretched all day and they're, when you have that burning tight sensation, that's not because, you know, it, it's not part of the plan. Like, it's not part of what should be occurring as you grind. It is your body saying, like, hey, we're tired. We mm -hmm. can't support the structure that you're asking us to do. And so we're going to ping you and saying, like, hey, this is burning tight. Fix it. Yeah. Do something. Um, and then when you kind of correct that, you're like, oh, that feels really good. Uh, but people always think that, you know, stretch, 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 that trigger point, soft tissue, and you can't. Like, while it feels good and you get that mechanical reception and you're like, ah, oh, this feels awesome. You know, you need to get that stability. You need to pull yourself back so that you can kind of dodge those trigger points. Because if you don't work on those and don't work on that soft tissue or that, that muscles, like the big meaty parts that you probably see, like, in your traps and in your forearms, if you're not working on that, so you're going to continue continue to have that kind of tightness numbness and tingling that you get so the other thing too i think is being aware of it mm -hmm. like you you know like you need to just i hate like the be mindful and be aware of it's like yes that's like everyone use drops those bombs right but you need to like if you have that pain i have this pain why am i getting it what am i doing do the research go on a blog <clears throat> go on you know i can't read it you know, gamer doc you know like you know things like that you do your research on it because that's what's going to make you better. I think we and always aware of doing it. You're totally right. I think what we always do is we think about pain so differently than how it 
pain is intended. We think of pain as the problem, whereas pain yeah. is just the symptom, right? You're, you're experiencing pain because your body is sending you a message saying something is wrong and we treat the pain and we're like, oh, the pain's gone. I'm good. Yeah. As it's like, how did you get there? Right. Exactly. Like, how did you get to this spot? And that's what I try and tell my patients too. Like, yes, we can do, you know, uh, you know, we can do some soft tissue work. We can do some adjustments and we can do all these things. But like, how did you get mm-hmm. there? Because if you do, we do this in the office or when I work with like gamers and I work on them and I say, okay, we got you out of this pain. Look, you can actually squeeze your hand now. You can squeeze my finger. You can open a door. You know, you can be normal, mm-hmm. right? But if you go back and you play eight hours in a terrible position like this and you're just like, you're kicked out like this plane, you're like, I don't know why I have numbness and tingling. This blows my mind. <laughs> no what's idea. going on? Yeah. we You have to fix what's causing it because yeah. you're going to continually have it. So you mentioned nerve glides, which you know how you have your area of expertise and there's a lot of stuff outside of it that you're familiar with and you understand. Nerve glides are not one of those for me. So... I people talk about nerve glides and I'm like, yeah, the nerves gliding stuff through the back. And I get like I get that you're pulling the nerve. The concept is you're you're pulling the nerve back and forth through its like range or whatever. But can you explain nerve glides to all the people at home who might not know what they are? Definitely not me. (laughs) Yeah, I like using nerve glides for um, like meeting nerve, ulnar nerve. Mm -hmm. Sad. So like the muscles of the hands you're talking about. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So, the, so like when I do like median and yeah. then uh, ulnar. Yeah. Median, and then um, sciatic is like down the back of your leg, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. So some of the ones that I like to do, they look weird. Like especially ulnar looks really weird because I do like I go like this, and then I make like I do like this. And granted, that's end range, but like a lot of people can't even get to like this or like. So the oh, people tuning in from um, on audio only, you're making an A-OK sign with your hand, and then you're inverting it, so your fingers are, like, you're making, like, when you were a kid, you used to do the Spider-Man face? Yeah, think about when you were a kid, and you're like, wow, I want to wear spectacles. mask. Yeah, yeah. Think about you doing that on your face. That's like an ulnar. Ow. And then, for the median, I like using this guy. So I just, like, look. So I look at my hand mm-hmm. over, like, I'm looking... Over my right shoulder, mm-hmm. technically, like you're gonna and slap like yourself slowly going out. Yeah, and then you can test it even more. You start like this, and go like this. Mm. So my two my two injuries that I have from gaming right now, well, three, but I have ECU tendonitis, and then I have a ulnar neuropathy of my left hand. So I'm gonna start doing those nerve glides. They actually the big thing with those though is like. One, you don't do them a ton throughout the day. I think a lot of patients are like, all right, I'm going to do this all day. It's like, no, you don't want to do that because that nerve doesn't have that nice elasticity that you have with the muscle. So I tell people do them twice a day for less than a minute and see how you feel. And the other thing, too, is going up until that tension. Like if I go here and I have tension, then I want to stop it prior and not just be like, if I rip through it, it's going to magically work. Like, no, it's going to be worse. So just you stop up until that tension. That's the other thing, too. Um, And remember, everyone at home, this is not medical advice. This is just uh, educational purposes. It's just it's just two people just having a chat about esports, wellness, drinking coffee. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then the static one is really good too. It's hard to demonstrate, but like, I guess I can kind of, I can't do it with my hand, but like as far as doing it, but it's basically like you lean back as your let your leg is kicking out and then you lean forward as you're bringing your leg in. Kind of not like that. It's kind of <laughs> like, we're going to do it out of respect do it, here. Do it. Out of respect for the podcast. Okay. I'm sitting. It's kind of like this. 
Oh, okay. So I need a recliny. Yeah. So, and once again, it's not like you're doing that throughout the day and just, you know, constantly. It's, you do it like twice a day for less than a minute and really paying attention and um, up before that you hit that tension. And pay attention while you're doing it. Don't just be like, like, don't, don't just be trying to do a crossword and doing nerve glides. Like, just don't do that. Just be, be in the moment. Just be like, all right, I feel attention here. I'm paying attention for a minute. Yeah. Just give me a minute and that's fine. And this show, we've really been trying to give people the why behind things. So I appreciate that you're saying, you know, nerves, they're not as flexible as other structures, right? You can't, you you may imagine you don't want to pull on an electrical cord. That's what they are, right? You don't want to pull on an electrical cord. You can pull on a rubber band. You can't pull on an electrical cord. I think too, I think people, I always tell people like, nerves are pretty stupid, right? (laughs) Like they are just going to be like, hey, I'm getting compressed. Um, Ping, 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 ping. And then you're like, your mind's like, but where? And they're like, I don't know, man. I'm just here. Yeah. So you you have to like, you, you have to do some digging on your own because they don't give you much info. But where? And I think a good yeah. one, I always, you know, one of the things that I'm really good at, right? We're talking about wheelhouses is pain. That's what I worked treating for years and years and years. And the best describers that I would say is nerve pain crosses more than two joints most of the time. Not all the time, but there's not a lot of muscles that cross two joints. So if you're so if you're having pain that goes from your pinky across your wrist joint, into your forearm, across your elbow joint, into your upper arm, chances are that is a nerve issue. Um, yeah. And I think too, like when you have those nerve issues, it's you know, a lot of people be like, oh, I got carpal tunnel. It's like, well, yeah, no. Like, how tight is how tight is the back? What's your trap look like? What's your scalenes look like? Like, how how many trigger point or how many adhesions do you have in your forearm? Like, look at all those things, not just like the pain's here. It's probably just here. Like, no, it's mm. probably a compression of like all minute compressions through that whole kind of chain as it runs down, rather than just like here, because yeah. that's where it's like presenting itself. Right. But at that that's not the case too. And what we're talking about is nerve pain, y'all. But in the beginning, it's nerve pain, but then the nerves control your muscles. So if my nerve pain's untreated, then you start to get a weakness, and that's when it becomes possibly irreversible, and that's when you start to see the effects outside of just pain. So I want to talk about adhesions because that's my second to last question. You've talked about them a couple times now. What do you mean? So is there like glue inside my body that is getting stuck together? What's happening? In my, why are there adhesions in my body? I guess I kind of think of them, and everyone's going to kind of have a different take on this, but like a fibrotic, like adhesion, or like just like junk, like fiber optic, your, mu- like your muscles, 5G cable. <laughs> your muscles should, and like everything in there should move fluidly. Mm-hmm. Like everything should just move nice. That's how it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. One, make sure you're drinking water. That helps significantly with getting fluidity. Shout out to dedicated water bottles mm-hmm. in the chat. You know? Same, oh, same, same. Hydroflask. Hydroflask. Great. Could be great. Um, but, you know, they, everything should glide easily through that. And when you don't have that, and when you have kind of a chronic irritation annoyance in there, your body's just going to kind of like, let's say you punch a hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. You backload over. That's how the body works. It's not going to be like, you know, let's replace this whole drywall. And then we're going to do this and do this and make it look so pretty. Your body's like, backload, let's move on. We got to roll. Go. You know, so you, when you have those adhesions in it, it, the body is trying to fix itself. One, the tissue is usually not almost always not as good as the original, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not gliding as well. It's not moving as well. Um, 
it feels like you almost have like a catch sometimes or it feels like you have like a also like a weakness through like a range of motion mm. so if like you are moving your hand i see a lot in hamstrings as well like huh. when you do work on those hamstrings and like someone's on their stomach and all of a sudden they go like this and they kind of speed through a range of motion and they go back and they can control it it's like in that spot we want to look at that coordination like is there adhesions within that is there like a neuromuscular connection through there um off topic but it. you know we're, we're looking at adhesion that it's just it's not moving well it's yeah. like your body's spackled over an injury it's not moving as well it's not gliding well that in turn means you might not be able to you know use it, your controllers and thumb your joysticks as well you might not be able to you know click as fast and you know farm minions as well you might not be able to uh you know do that's whatever as well in the game that's why that's, that's why i play jungle <laughs> that's why i play jungle no one messes with my camps uh, well yeah, no one messes with my camp, so I can. Oh, last hit, red, red gromp. That's fine. Or that gromp. I I want to learn. Red I want to be better with my creep control before I jungle. I want to. I want to be good at laning before I go jungle because I feel like that's so. I essential. jungle because I can't lane. Well, so there. Well, truth, truths are being told today. <laughs> like I hate laning. I get so bored. I'm just like, like level two. I'm like, we should probably go all in. We should probably. Something. We should probably dive. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tower dive. Uh, yeah, yeah. So all right, Doctor Drew. This has been. I'm just. I feel like. People like you and Coach Taylor and, and other people in the space, every time I talk to you, you're talking about – you're speaking about something different, which is amazing because it means that you're continuing to learn. You know, like – and some people – and I'm not saying that my past guests don't say that. What I'm saying is I love talking to you because you're always learning and you're always pushing that boundary and you're always on to the, to the next thing. You have your wheelhouse and you have your tools, but you're always adding tools to that toolbox. Um, so I love this. So my very last question is – you have that giant toolbox of things that you can use to make people better, um, healthier, but better. Uh, what's If you're going to take one tool out that will make people that they can do today to make them a better gamer tomorrow, what are you going to tell people to do? I mean, I think, look, I, you know what? For for the I'll give the people what they want. They want to let's give them a bogo. So I'll give them two. Okay, what's, uh, what's a bogo? A, a, buy one, get one. Oh. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a Midwestern. <laughs> um, but yeah, I th out of the gate, like take taking breaks mm. are huge. Every thirty to four minutes, like I know it's not ideal. It's no like a lot of times it's not feasible. But <clears throat> even if you can do it for like thirty seconds, you can even keep your headset on. Like just mm -hmm. go and do something because you know you resets your mental. You can go grab a healthy snack, fill up your water bottle. You can you know go. Walk the dog quick. Like mm -hmm. you can do those things and, and get a break from that. Yeah. Because the other thing too is like you, the second part of it is get up and move. And when you do these things that we talked about, you can also like do some air squats. Mm -hmm. You can do a push up. You can rip out some high knees. If you have a pull up bar, out. you can do that. Even if you want to do like a simple like spinal mobility on like an exercise ball, getting some of thoracic spine extension, mid back extension, and decompressing your low back because you're sitting on it all day. Like, Getting up and moving however you like to move, mm -hmm. do that. I'm not going to go run. I hate running more than anything in this world. But I do like doing some hit. I do like you know doing some mobility work. So I will do that. But anything to get you moving because we know that you play better when you move mentally. You, you know, it, quote, gets yep. the blood flowing, mm -hmm. right? Totally. You see benefits in, like, problem solving and decision making and honestly like if you have a terrible i play a lot of leagues so when uh when i am tilted and i 
hate all my teammates. Yep. I I'll get up and just kind of reset that tilt and reset that frustration and do some squats. When you're dead and you feel better. The, the the death timer is counting down. You're talking about right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like you 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 get so annoyed and you can spiral onto a losing yeah, totally. streak. So just like reset it and just do some push-ups and just really get out that anger, and that's going to be a heck of a lot better for you than just like sitting there and going right on Twitter and then yeah you know, or something like that. Like take a break, get up, move, and just. Do, do something healthy, healthy, but start small. I love so. it. I, yesterday I was playing a game of League and I fed the top twice because the jungler roamed in my lane twice. And reported. I was about yeah. to get reported. I was about to get tilted. <laughs> and then I was like, that didn't happen. New game right now. And we came back and won. All because, yeah. all because of me, obviously. Right. Yeah. And I think yeah, League is just so crazy. Like five minutes in, people are like forfeit. You're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not like, Tell yeah. me not. Uh, Dr. Drew, you have been absolutely fantastic. What you're doing at Cleveland Clinic is amazing. I can't wait. We're going to have to have you on every couple of months just to get updates because I feel like there's so many things that we need to talk about that we haven't talked about. Um, so yeah. we have like 30 seconds left. I'm going to kick it back to you. Anything you want to bring? Your Twitter handle has been below you this whole time, but anything you want people to you know, call attention to or floor is yours. Uh yeah, so go. Uh, my blog is forthewellnessblog.com. It's very long. I apologize, <laughs> um, but yes, for the wellness blog, I do. A, I try and do a lot on Twitter as much as I can. Uh, I do some on LinkedIn, but LinkedIn can get a little I know. weird sometimes. So uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, like Twitter. Go on my blog, um, and you can reach me there. Um, and I try and post reviews, tips, kind of all that stuff. But yeah, that's where you can find me. Reach out if you need it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and have a good week. Dr. Drew wants you to take a break every 30 and 40 minutes. And I think when people hear that, right, you hear take a break, you're like, oh, I can't take a break every 30, 40 minutes. He said you can keep your headset on. You can stay at your setup. You know, you don't have to get up and do a bunch of jumping jacks. You can just give it a little stretch, give your mind a mental reset, and then go back into it. It's so easy. So easy. Right? If it's so easy, why didn't I do it last night when I was playing League for three hours? I don't know. Don't ask me those questions. That is it for our episode. Thank you again for tuning in. This has been episode 13. So if you missed any of those, go back through. Watch them all. Let me know what you think. Let me know on Twitter. I'm your host, GamerDoc. This has been an absolute pleasure. Have a happy and a healthy week. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this show. For more information, follow GamerDoc on Twitter at GamerDoc underscore. And please remember, nothing in this video is medical advice. Yes, I am a doctor, and yes, you may need help. But this is the internet, and this is for entertainment informational purposes only. Thank you, and have a very nice day.